Welcome to Living Faith United Methodist Church. We are located on 53 Grove Street in Putnam, Connecticut. Our worship service is at 10 a.m. on Sundays. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and discern how you can serve our God and neighbors. If you want to know more about our church and how you can be part of ministries of mission and outreach, please visit our church website at livingfaithumc.net. Our first reading this morning is from Baruch 5, 1 through 5. Take off your mourning clothes and oppression, Jerusalem. Dress yourself in the dignity of God's glory forever. Wrap the justice that comes from God around yourself like a robe. Place the eternal one's glory on your head like a crown. God will show your brilliance everywhere under heaven. God will give you this name by which to be called forever, the peace that comes from justice, the honor that comes from reverence for God. Get up, Jerusalem, stand on the high place, and look around to the east. See your children gathered from the west to the east by the Holy One's word as they rejoice that God has remembered them. Our second reading is from Philippians 1, 3 through 11. I thank my God every time I mention you in my prayers. I'm thankful for all of you every time I pray, and it's always a prayer of full, full of joy. I'm glad because of the way you have been my partners in the ministry of the gospel from the time you first believed it until now. I'm sure about this. The one who started a good work in you will stay with you to complete the job by the day of Christ Jesus. I have good reason to think this way about all of you because I keep you in my heart. You are all my partners in God's grace, both during my time in prison and in the defense and support of the gospel. God is my witness that I feel affection for all of you with the compassion of Christ Jesus. This is my prayer that your love might become even more and more rich with knowledge and all kinds of insight. I pray this so that you will be able to decide what really matters, and so you will be sincere and blameless on the day of Christ. I pray that you will then be filled with the fruit of righteousness, which comes from Jesus Christ, in order to give glory and praise to God. Thanks be to God for the reading. All of you who have glasses are getting very tired of these masks, huh? Whenever I wear one, it either makes my glasses fall off, because it takes up that spot on my nose, or else the, the air fogs up my glasses. So I walk very gingerly <laughs> when I have a mask and uh, glasses on and all that kind of good stuff. It is good to be here this morning with you. It's been a while since I've been here. Um, But I was wondering, did you catch it? 
Did you hear it yet today? The word peace. Those of you who know me know I love Christmas. Rick and I, we are Christmas fanatics. The decorating, the wrapping, the eating, all good parts of Christmas. As you know, we are moving to South Carolina, Myrtle Beach, and there's not, nothing like moving to show you how much stuff you have. And we made one, we've already made two trips down with the, the um, trailer full of furniture and items to furnish the house and fill up the house. And what went was mostly Christmas. <laughs> there was one trip that was mostly Christmas between the decorations for the tree, the decorations for the windows, the decorations for the house. So Christmas is already there. So now we sit here in the house up here wanting to decorate for Christmas. <laughs> and this... It's all down there. And this is such a busy time of the year, and I know you can identify with that. Peace is something we all long for, isn't it? The office parties, the cookie swaps, secret Santas, getting, all this, getting this year's tree and then decorating it. Just want to say, dash away, dash away, dash away all, because it has us so busy. Most of you know I have a daughter named Jerusha, and when she was a little girl, we would uh, make our own little advent calendar, make it look like a regular calendar. We'd number the days 1 through 25, and we would put that on the refrigerator. And she thought it was a way to count down till Christmas, but her mother and I knew it was a way for us to keep track of what day we're supposed to be doing what. <laughs> because we had the day that you wrote out the cards, the day that you bought the tree, the day that you decorated the tree the day that you baked the cookies. It was all planned for the month. And I loved doing it that way because it made me feel in control <laughs> when things were going so crazy and it was so hectic. It was a way to try to gain some control over the madness part of how we see Christmas. When you hear the word peace, what kinds of peace come to mind. There's the peace of tranquility, no rushing, no running, sounds of snow falling. I have always loved, since I was in high school, when there's a storm, to go out walking in the storm and just listen to the snow fall. It makes the world quiet, it makes the world manageable, and it's just a whole different way of feeling the winter. So this tranquility is one part of peace. There's always peace and quiet. You want some peace and quiet in the house, especially if you've got little ones and they're getting so hyped up now between the sugar and the, the counting down the days. And if you need some peace and quiet, even just for a few minutes, go sit in the car. I've done that. Get out of the house, go sit in the car. No radio, just sit in the car for a little bit and feel the peace come over you. There's peace in a storm. You could be having an event of illness in your family. Maybe someone near and dear to you is ill this year. 
Or maybe there's a divorce going on and you need some peace. In the midst of all of that, you're seeking the peace. And of course, I always think of peace of mind. The stuff that they like to, all those insurance companies like to remind you of. Peace of mind, if you buy the insurance, if you buy the health insurance, if you buy the car insurance, if you buy the life insurance, you'll have peace of mind. I don't know about you, but I'm getting sick of all those Medicare <laughs> enrollment. Almost as bad as those phone calls that remind you about your extended warranty on the car. But there, it's coming to an end. December 7th is the end of the enrollment period for Medicare. But in my mind, these are all pieces of peace. They're not peace. They're just pieces of it. Each one has their own element of pieces, many kinds but the one concept of peace. Silent night, holy night. All is calm and all is bright. Round yon virgin mother and child. Holy infant, so tender and mild. Sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. That was written by Franz Guber in 1818. And we sing it every year and we need it every year. Peace, heavenly peace. Those words are the essence of Christmas. We could do a little type of meditative relaxation thinking on that word, peace. If you do it, you could sit there and say, ah, Lord, give me some peace. And you can feel your shoulders relax from their tension and your brow stops furrowing madly and your body sinks a little deeper into your pew or your chair wherever you're sitting and asking for peace. Such a calming word is peace, so full of assurance, security, and serenity. And peace can be found throughout the Christmas story. Peace was prophesied, peace was promised, peace was delivered. The angels who made their appearing first to Zechariah, then to Mary, and finally to the shepherds, implied peace each time they proclaimed, Fear not, I bring you good tidings of great joy. It was like they were saying, Fear not, calm down. Don't worry, strive, stress, peace. Yes, peace will diminish your fears and calm your heart. Breathe in peace and breathe out the worries and anxieties that permeate your mind, your body, and your soul. And if you think we are stressed here in 2021, imagine the stress that the characters in the Christmas story carried on their shoulders. Zechariah, an old, old man, told by the angel Gabriel that his wife, who has never had children and who is now too old to conceive, would give birth to a son. And Mary, talk about anxiety, pregnant out of wedlock. This was a horrifying scandal. And yet peace presided over Mary as the angel handed her the news that she was carrying the Christ child 
conceived by the Holy Spirit. Her response, though simple, flowed from a life of celestial peace. What did Mary say? Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Yes, peace. Peace came to us through the provision of that baby sleeping in a manger who would one day hang on a high cross for you and for me. That kind of peace provides abundant power for daily living. That kind of peace ushers in calm in the midst of crisis. That kind of peace yokes a weary and burdened soul with the Prince of Peace. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And there are many, 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 many biblical quotes for peace, and I've gathered a couple here, just three. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, and neither let them be afraid. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Just some references to peace that we find in the Bible. In the beginning of this message, I asked you, but now I ask you again, did you catch it? It's a whole different image of peace. And it comes from Baruch. And I had to look up what Baruch is because I couldn't find it in my Bible. And it's not in the Protestant Bible. It's not in the Hebrew Bible. But it is in the Catholic Bible and some Mid-Eastern Orthodox traditions. It's in their Bible. So I guess it's Scripture. It's just not recognized by every one of our denominations. Take off your mourning clothes. And that's mourning as an M-O-U-R-N. The sad, the, the, the despairing, the cut off, the isolated. Take off your mourning clothes and oppression, Jerusalem. Dress yourself in the dignity of God's glory forever. Wrap the justice that comes from God around yourself like a robe. As the nights get chilly and you get your robe out, right, and you sit in front of the TV, you can wrap up in a robe and feel comforted. Wrap the justice that comes from God around yourself like a robe. Place the eternal one's glory on your head like a crown. God will show you your brilliance everywhere under heaven. And God will give you this name by which to be called forever. 
the peace that comes from justice. The peace that comes from justice. What a gift. Peace that comes from justice. When you live in justice, there is no strife. There is no need to outdo others. There is no need to scheme for advantage, to wage war, have conflict. No need to compete. You can truly live a life in connection with God. Peace that comes from justice. I think I know now what I want to wish for this Christmas. Amen.